Say what again? Say what again? Again? I don't dare you, motherfucker. What is going on, my guys, ghouls, and non-binary fools? Welcome back to whatever, the show where I talk about whatever. My name is Cameron, and I know you may be thinking, this is supposed to be a newscast. We're doing another one of these? What the hell is going on, Cam? Well, I wanted to take this week, or this episode, instead of doing the news, to tell you a funny story that literally just happened, like, this past weekend, like, this past Friday. It's currently October 3rd. He asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. So this happened on October 1st. All, well, the week leading up to October 1st. Uh, yeah, I just, instead of a newscast, I just wanted to share this because this is quite, quite the story. Uh, before I get into anything, I just want to let you guys know that I, apparently I can post questions now uh, on the Spotify uploads of these. So if you listen to this podcast on Spotify, some episodes will have like a question thing. And I tried that with my last episode where I asked, what's your favorite scary movie? And all I'm asking is that you guys, you know, go to that question, just, you know, tell me what's your favorite scary movie, and I'll make an episode all about it. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, but yeah, with that out of the way, let me tell you the story of how me and my wife almost got skimmed by a dead guy. Alright, so... As I've stated in the previous episode, we were in the process of moving out. Uh, we moved out of our apartment that we have been living in for six years now. We let, we moved in in uh, 2015, and we just moved out like over these past couple weeks. And currently, I'm staying with my parents because you know we're saving up some money, and then come November, December, we'll you know move into somewhere else. We just need somewhere else to say where we're not pissing away money for, for a little bit but obviously you know we've been looking at stuff right and so my mom actually tells me and my wife about this house that apparently was being rented out by the owner for 1200 a month and honestly i was a little suspicious at first but i was like all right let's look into it and everything about it seemed legit like it was on a it was on a house renters or a housing website and, I mean, it looked legit. So, we, uh, me and my wife actually found the house. It's not that far from where my parents live. It's in a separate neighborhood. And, you know, it's a nice enough house. It's a smaller, one-level house. At least I think it's one-level. I don't know if it has a basement or not. There's not a whole lot of information on the <laughs> on the thing, which was probably red flag number two. Um, but, yeah, it's just a small, yellow little house in a quiet neighborhood. And so we we're like, all right, well, let's send in the thing saying we're interested and, you know, see what happens. And almost immediately, like within like two hours, we got a message from the quote unquote owner saying that they would love to have us as our tenant and they accepted it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we really didn't put any money down. 
and then that's one of the things this person asked too they're like oh would you be able to put any money down uh hold on let me see i'm gonna read you guys the text because my wife was doing this texting back and forth because she just sent in the thing and i'm gonna share with you uh the text that she got from this person so the text that initially she got said good evening Caitlin. How was your day? My name is Refugio Villalobos. I'm contacting you regarding the house for rent. So my wife is like, you know, I'm doing well. And this Refugio responds with, Good! I've gone through your rental application form and everything is okay by me. I must say you seem like someone I can trust with my house, so I've decided to accept you as my tenant. Please do take good care of my house when you move in. I really want you to know that I'm putting my trust in you, so I wouldn't want to be disappointed, okay? And there was more texts that she had, but I, this is all I have from the screenshot she sent me. And I was like, all right. Now, for some context, supposedly this Refugio Villa Lobos, uh, supposedly they were renting out this house for 1200 a month. And they were, because they were going to be on a mission trip in Texas for like a minimum of five years. So, and apparently they were super religious people. So, I mean, alright, at first was like, okay, it seems like we have a house. And we thought it was a little suspicious how quickly they wanted to accept us. And apparently, when my wife uh, messaged this person, they asked if we could put any money down. and Or put any money down, like, right now. And my wife was like, well, not right now, but we'll figure out a, a time. And apparently, this person did not respond back at all like stopped responding after that so uh, i was telling my mom about it and she was like something seems kind of fishy so she did a little research and here's the funny thing this refugio villa lobos not listed on the property tax information at all so this whatever this information is for this house like any information about this house there is no sign of a Refugio Villalobos in there at all. In fact, the actual owner's last name is Dunnigan. So I decided to do a little research of my own. And I found... Well, at least the first thing I found was... I gotta pull it up here. The first thing I found was an obituary for a Refugio Villalobos who died at the age of 78 in McAllen, Texas, on August 16th, 2021. And I guess... Uh, go away. I guess the funeral for him was in Mission, Texas. So, how can a dead guy be wanting to rent out his house? That's sus. Well, obviously, as I found out, it wasn't even his house. So, somebody is using a dead guy's name to try to scam people out of money for this house. Hey, everybody! This guy's a great big phony! And the thing about the house, when we actually went to see it, the other red flag for us was that outside of the house was a for sale sign. So, the house is actually up for sale, but not by this Villa Lobos uh, stabber guy. <laughs> I just, I don't get how, like, what mindset do you have to try to use a dead guy's name to try to scam people out of money? 
That's just, it's not okay. And we were excited to have a house, too. We were excited to do all that, but I guess, you know, we gotta keep looking. We actually have two apartments in mind now, so it's not a total loss for everything. But, uh, yeah, this is a nice short little episode. I just want to tell you guys that story because I, I actually find it really funny now that we almost got scammed by that guy. And we actually, we did report this scam or whatever. We reported the number and basically to the FTC. And we were like, you know, this is what happened. And I even added to the message like, I don't know how many other people this person has scammed by doing this, but I don't know, I don't know if you guys are able to do anything, but here's what happened. Uh, so yeah, that's the time me and my wife almost got scammed by a dead guy. A nice short little episode. Uh, you know, I just wanted to share the story with you guys. Uh, let me know, have you guys been almost been scammed into doing anything? Uh, let me know on social media. Is everything will be in the link tree. Uh, also, in the description, there is the voice message link, like always. And also, there's the link to support this podcast. Uh, if you like what I do, just, you know, help me out a little bit. Help me be able to do this better for you. Uh, but yeah, with that out of the way, sorry if I sounded a little awkward this episode. I just kind of did this on the spot. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys stay hydrated, you know, get vaccinated. Bless your face. If you sneeze while listening, bless you. And as always, I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.